0: Welcome to the Gym Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Peacock. Today's show is brought to you by GymDesk, the easiest gym management software you'll ever use. Take payments, create marketing automations, track attendance, and much more. To try the software out free, Go to gymdesk.com. No credit card or painful sales call required. Our hero today is Richard Had, author of Contented Cows Give Better Milk, a book about how to get better work out of your employees by treating them right. Employee retention is important, especially in fitness, and replacing employees is very expensive. That's why today Richard tells us how to create a great employer brand why it's important, how to build it, and how an employer brand can help you both find the right people and keep them. Without further ado, Richard Haddon. All right, Richard, welcome to the Gym Heroes podcast. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in business.
1: Hi, Josh. Yeah, my name is Richard Haddon, and I'm an author and professional speaker. Uh, I've been doing this for about 25 years. 25 years ago, I uh, came out with my first book called Contented Cows Give Better Milk, which I co-wrote with Bill Catlett, and he and I have written four books uh, together. And the book has nothing to do with cows. It has everything to do with the fact that in the same way that contented cows give better milk, satisfied, engaged employees give better performances at work. So uh, I have, for the last 25 years, been going around the world speaking to uh, corporate audiences, association conventions, things like that, uh, and writing and doing training, uh, leadership training around employee engagement and uh, kind of the the what it takes for organizations to not only attract but retain and engage the very best people working in their organization so we really made the business connection uh, between creating a great place to work and a great place to make lots of money it's not not so much just the social, and moral aspect of creating a great workplace. I mean, I think it's the right thing to do to create a great workplace. But what we've also discovered in our research is that it is the profitable thing to do. So that's that's what I've been doing the last 25 years or so. And I've worked uh, I've worked in the fitness uh, arena, and also just about any other kind of industry that you can think of, uh, where I've spoken and done uh, done conferences and, and so forth. Anybody with employees. I think, can benefit from, from our message.
0: Excellent. So one of the things I've heard you talk about a lot, in um, fact, how I discovered you is talking about having an employer brand. So can you yeah. first talk about, like, what is an employer
1: brand? Well, you know, first of all, you have to think of the fact that recruiting is marketing. So recruiting for employees really is the same thing as marketing, but it's different than how we usually think of marketing our services, you know, marketing your gym, marketing your company. To uh, customers and members, but it's about recruiting and marketing your organization as the place that people in whatever business you're in—that's the place they want to go to work. That's where they want to go to build a career, not just to have a job. So there are all kinds of examples, you know. And most people don't—most people don't think about an employer in terms of their brand to the same degree that you would you know uh you know uh, you know pick pick any any fitness brand uh or you know if we, we if we don't mention specifics in in your arena if we talk about you know i mean mcdonald's and amazon you know all of those you know really iconic brands and so some employers one is, that i can think of as an example is uh is zappos and Zappos has an employer brand; they're called insiders. So, if you work at Zappos, you're called an insider, and they really kind of market toward that. And people, uh, you know, people who want to work in that area want to work at Zappos because, uh, you know, and the branding is just kind of the packaging of it. So, it's got to have to do with what's what's really on the inside. Uh, another one that's not so well known, but has a really strong employer brand is the city of Denver. I mean, if you go and look at the city of Denver's website, uh, you can see that they really have uh, focused on serving the public and, and those, those kinds of things. And they have kind of a whole brand built around that. There's another company I can think of called Rackspace. They're in the in the Austin, Texas area. It's a, It's a high tech company. Uh, they call their employers rackers. And, uh, and you know, people really want to go to work there. It's a cool place to work. But they've also kind of, again, to help their marketing, they have kind of created this this mystique a little bit in terms of a brand around their employer. So, you know, again, if we go back to the idea that recruiting is marketing, you want to think, what can we do, number one, well, you know, the whole other issue is we've got to create a great place to work. But then once we've done that, that's not enough if people don't know about it, especially today when so many employers are having a hard time finding people and then keeping them once, once they get there. So one of the things that I say just about to every audience that I speak to is, you know, remember this mantra, reputation recruits but reality retains. Reputation recruits, but reality retains. So you've got to build a reputation so people know what it's like to work there or or they have some kind of an idea what it's like to work there. But it's got to be backed up by the reality of what it's really like to work there.
0: Right. Absolutely. I know the the fitness space is notoriously bad about employee retention.
1: Yeah. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. probably well and, up there and that's not it's not energy. the only yeah it's not the only industry that's <laughs> that's notoriously bad for that. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah there's um the pay is often low and and it's, the companies are slow with raises and um you know often they just it's like it's sort of a churn and burn type of operation with yeah yeah Trainers and
1: and things like that yeah and that's why organizations you know in the fitness space and and others if, you know, I mean, if you're going to go to work for a hedge fund or someplace where you're going to make tons and tons of money or working in some IT environment, all right, so you might be doing it for the money. I think we all know that people are not going into the field that you're in uh, to get immediate wealth, but it, it speaks to something that's important to them. So it's part of their personal values. And so uh, employers uh, like that, know that you know, I mean there, there's a balance here. You've, you've either got to pay people well or you've got to provide something else that they're excited about. And creating a not only a great workplace but kind of a, a work culture. and And in a gym, in a fitness organization, you know a culture that uh, that people can really get behind and that, that relates to them personally. Those are some things that can kind of offset the fact that, yeah, we may not pay uh, the very most in uh, of, of any employer that you might go to work for. Otherwise, you do have what you talked about, just that churn and burn. Okay, people come in, they get a job, they get a paycheck, they can do the work, it's fine, but there's nothing compelling about it. There's nothing that grabs them by the soul. And, you know, that that might sound a little corny to some people. But I think a lot of people are in the work that they're in because not just because of the paycheck. I mean, that's got to be there. And, you know, employers, you know, in fitness and in other uh, areas need to look at that. Are we paying as much as we can pay, as much as we can afford? But we certainly don't want to pay more than we can afford because that's not sustainable. But if we don't pay the, the very, you know, highest that somebody might be able to get in something else, either with another employer in your industry or in another industry, what are we providing that can compensate for that? And having an employer employee culture that people can really rally around and that can be identified, uh, communicated through an employer brand that can be very helpful.
0: Real quick, before I put you back into the episode, GymDesk has powerful yet intuitive features to grow your business, and there's a few really great features I'd like to highlight. The first is a deep, best-in-class email and SMS marketing system with automation tools to make your life as a business person so much easier. It's like having a dedicated, full-featured email service provider native to your gym software. We're really proud of it, and it's something that we've recently overhauled. And in addition to all the stuff a good management software should do for you, like member management, attendance, booking, scheduling, and reporting, you can set up an easy, simple, attractive point-of-sale system to sell merchandise in person or through your website with just a few clicks. And if you like to provide members-only content, we have a content management system that lets you choose who can see what content and when, all visible from member's web portal and the GymDesk user app. So, give your gym the lift it deserves. Go to gymdesk.com or click the link in the description. Absolutely. So, you mentioned creating a culture. How else can somebody go yeah. about creating an employer brand?
1: Well, first of all, once you've created the brand, you've got to let people know about it. You've got to get it out there. And there's, you know, in today's world, there's all kinds of ways to let people know what your brand is and what it's about. And, you know, one one of the most direct and straightforward ways is through, through an organization's website. So I spend a lot of time evaluating employers' websites From the point of view, what if I were someone who was looking for a job in this industry? And I'm going to, so, you know, and I know people who are listening can probably relate to this is they're looking for the, for jobs. They're either kind of spreading the whole waterfront, every organization they can think of in that area. They're going to go online and look at this and look at that. And, you know, when that happens, you just become one of many places that people are looking at. If you've created an employer brand, they're gonna go to you first because they're gonna have heard of you. They're they're gonna know to look for you and they're gonna see if what they see on your website and in other things, we can talk about social media and so forth. If what they see there is something that appeals to them, they're going to apply and hopefully will have a successful career for some period of time there. But I would encourage everybody who's listening to this Look at your website first. If you don't have something that says careers right at the top, on the top of the page, very prominent, easy to click, easy to get to, that's the first place to start. If you don't even have that, no wonder you can't find people uh, you know, to apply for, your, uh, for work at your organization. They don't even know how to do that. People are not going to click three or four levels down. Don't put about us and make people click in three or four levels careers. That's the word people are looking for. And when they get there, man, they ought to see a lot of stuff because here's what they're looking for. What would it be like to work in this gym what would it be like for me as a personal trainer or as you know in any capacity working in this organization what does it look like on a daily ba- what does the facility look like what do the members look like what does the equipment look like what's it going to be like for me on a daily basis when i come in there the physical surroundings what i'm going to do but also what's the culture like people are looking for what is the culture in this organization You can do that in video. You can do that with testimonials from people who already work there. And you really need to kind of go all out on that part of your site. And yet so often what I see when I click, if I even see a careers tab, I'll see a list of available opportunities. Nobody cares about that. You know, they know you've got some available opportunities. That's not exciting. That's not compelling. That's not going to be enough. They want to see some sizzle. They want to see, what's it like to work there? Who's my boss going to be? What is this person like? Are they, you know, is it somebody I feel like I could work with and get along with and enjoy being with? So that you got to do. Then you've got to also exploit every angle of social media, especially, I think, in in your demographic where, you know, uh, most of your uh, people who are. Uh, looking for jobs in this industry uh, will tend toward the younger end of the range. There'll be people who are obviously very interested in fitness. So uh, ask yourself, where do those people hang out online? And so, you know, if it's X, if it's uh, Instagram, uh, maybe LinkedIn, that's probably not going to be the biggest one for your area, but, you know, it certainly doesn't hurt to be represented there. Facebook, um, whatever. Uh, YouTube, that's another great avenue is make sure you have videos for your gym on YouTube. You've got to have your own YouTube channel and have videos there that show not only what it's like to to work out there, but what's it like to be an employee there, to work there. Mm. And so exploit all of those areas. Today, there's so many avenues. They're relatively inexpensive. It's not like 30 years ago where you had to produce a TV commercial. Uh, I mean, you can do that, but you can get so much more visibility for so much less money today by using your website, which is something that you already own. I'm sure every everybody listening to this, their their gym has a website. Um, so make sure that you're putting it to the best use and that you're also using social media.
0: Excellent. So let's say that you actually have a bad employee
1: brand. Yeah. Well, uh, your yeah.
0: brand. How do
1: you remediate that? Well, first of all, you've got to make sure that the underlying reality is changed. How did you get that bad brand? How did you get that bad reputation? Because somebody said, you know, and it probably, there probably was some truth to it. It, This is a lousy place to work. It's churn and burn. They, it's a sweatshop, no pun intended. Obviously there should be some sweating going on there, but you know, it's a sweatshop. They don't appreciate their people. Uh, They don't pay enough. They make it, you know. All of those bad things, probably there was some reality to that. And if you've gotten a bad reputation, you first of all got to fix the underlying reality. Once you fix the underlying reality, I would say acknowledge it right up front. Okay, so yeah, we used to not be a great place to work, but i tell you what, there's a new sheriff in town. Things have changed, and here's what it's like. And you probably have to go over and above what your competitor who didn't start out with a bad reputation might have to do to convince people that, yeah, this is now, this is the kind of place where you want to work. This is where you want to build a career in fitness. This is where you want to grow. This is where you want to learn.
0: Thanks. So let's say you have an employer brand. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have a, a rep, like a bad reputation, but it doesn't have much of a reputation. Right. There's nothing yeah. sizzle about it. It's not sexy. What do you do
1: to the stream? Well, you know, There are, uh, just like you would do with marketing your services, there are organizations that can help you with this. So I would look for an agency for, you know, someone who's going to help you with your marketing and make sure that they have some experience in marketing you from the employer side, not just from the service provider side. I would interview those agencies, find out if they can do that. And, um, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot. And I'm not suggesting that people invest millions uh, in an employer brand. I'm really suggesting that they build a strong reputation and then within their community, and when I say community, it's not just necessarily your geographic community, but within the community of people who would be interested in, in working there, make sure that you are able to hook it to something, something that is, that is memorable. Um, just in terms of branding my company, we, we have branded ourselves contented cow partners. That's the name of our company because everything we, we write about and talk about makes that point that happy employees are productive and profitable employees. And we have a cow logo. I've got, if you look around my office here, I'm going to, I've got about 19 cows on my desk here. So, you know, go with something that is identifiable. That people can remember, that's memorable, and that that's a little fun, and maybe a little edgy. You know, this is not this is not banking. This is not a buttoned-up, um, you know, uh, a stuffy kind of a, of a uh, of an industry. So do something fun, something that appeals to people who are going to be interested uh, in this. But maybe you know, again, get some professional creative help that can help you to do that. So many organizations do not have anything like an employer brand. They're just, you know, just a place to work. If, so you can right. distinguish yourself with something that's a little bit of a hook, a little bit of a memorable marketing hook to you as an employer, not necessarily, not only as a service provider. And if you do that, there are few enough uh, organizations in fitness that have an employer brand that you'll distinguish yourself. You, you, you can rise above the others.
0: Awesome. Well, this has been
1: really great. Um, where can people find you? At contentedcows.com. And I stress the S at the end because there is a website called contentedcow.com, but it's for a pub in Minnesota. So you won't find us there. Go to contentedcows.com com and there you can find there's a, we have a blog uh, and we post at least every week there you you can find information on leadership on how to create an organization that attracts retains and and engages the very best people uh, and you can find out about our speaking offerings and our book and, and things like that.
0: Awesome. thanks again yeah. for coming out.
1: Thank you, Josh. great. thanks.